want to welcome Jeff Simons as our Voice of Dissent bonus episode following our discussion of Beck's very best work. Jeff is uh, a podcaster on 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, a frequent guest on The Age-Old Question, and has also recently put out his own solo record. Hey. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Fine. Nice to actually meet you again. Yes. Waldron, meet Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Going good. Thanks for doing this. Oh, it's a pleasure. You're kidding? It's fun. Maybe we try to get started a little bit. So the story here is that I heard you talking about Beck in the last episode that you guys released, and I thought, actually, it made me sort of double double check some of my takes on Beck because you know to have somebody who actually has the the premise of our podcast is like we have no business making any kind of judgment, and so to have like actual professionals say the opposite of what we said, which was, I mean. Um, our episode outlines this uh, dichotomy between Bill came up with the, the two-sided coin of sad Beck and party Beck. Yeah. And your your gang seemed to be squarely in the party Beck camp. Although, you know, Sea Change is, is his best record. So I'm, I'm on board for the dichotomy piece of it. A record has to be damn near perfect if it's all ballads, right? And mm-hmm. for me, Sea Change is one of the very rare examples but, you know, there's plenty of singer-songwriters who have written a whole bunch of great songs, but they they become, you know, they diminish one another when you listen to too many in sequence. You know, like there's a guy, you guys know John Martin? He made a record called um, Solid Air Mm-mm. in the 70s. He's this cool singer. So he's like um, a contemporary of Nick Drake. Okay. Um, he's like he was like trying to make the records that Nick Drake would have made if he hadn't died from like '73 <laughs> onward. But he, and he uses this cool Echoplex filter on his guitar. That's like um, he's like 20 minutes of John Martin is just awesome. And then you're like, okay, you know, like because every record <laughs> Got it. is the same thing for 45 minutes for 45 minutes. So I think what makes Beck so intriguing is the is the hybrid quality mm-hmm. of him that that he understands that. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of darkness and sadness in the party music. There's a little bit of hope in the mm-hmm. hopeless music. Mm-hmm. You know, so. mm-hmm. Jeff, what do you think we missed, man? I, I really liked your your pick of Paper Tiger because um, it's one of those songs. Becca's like this. Like if you don't listen, if you don't listen carefully enough or deeply enough into the song, you're gonna miss like the bulk of it. And so like. Especially if we've got like a week of, of, of time to prep for Beck, I'll like listen to the first 15 seconds of a song and then be like, okay, I remember this, but I don't remember loving this. And so on to the next song, and I totally freaking missed it. You know, yeah, that's, I, that I love that So I just learned something this morning. Paper Tiger is a total homage to an old Serge Gainsbourg song. Like, same key, same beginning, like... Oh, wow, no way. This is like my favorite thing to do. So (laughs) it's a total bizarre, deliberate um, ripoff of that. Well, not rip-off, but reinterpretation. And I, I do not ride hard to Serge Gainsbourg. He's one of those guys where I'm like, yes, that's a name I'm supposed to 
admire, but he just sounds like it just sounds like an old drunk Frenchman talking over <laughs> musicians. It really does. It's like it's like Dylan's Christmas record. I'm like, you know, I'm supposed to not take this seriously, right? But the, the um, Beck's obviously using that that original track as inspiration. Um, and so some of the stuff I said was right, but some of it I I actually didn't even realize what he was cribbing. But and I love Black Tambourine. It's just a great. The Cuero record is is such a banger. The ones the one thing I would have said was, I I know um I know it's cliche to talk about Odelay, but that record not only is it the break the record, it's pretty great. And I definitely would put New Pollution, or Devil's Haircut, or Where It's At. Those are great three. songs. Take let's listen. Let's listen to one. Pick one. Uh, New Pollution is my favorite of those breaks. All right. Good call. It has Let's... that Duran Duran um, Rio sax solo in the middle of it for no reason. which just me. <laughs> There's, that's, a, that's a Beck trait, I think. Yeah. To, to have a, 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 an interlude in the middle of the song that's like, oh, my God, this song would be perfect if it did. Yeah, yeah. I like that drum beat a lot. That second snare hit that they just keep keep up with. Like, just, there it is. Now we're in a Duran Duran video. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> big romantic the, sax part. Forgivable sax solos is a theme in our podcast, oh, and I, I know I there, this one. There are I not think... many of them. <laughs> and then you got the the uh, Farfisa organ. I just love all the sounds on this record. Jeff, was there anything we said that you just flat out were like, no, what? they're wrong. These guys need are some dissent. idiots. Yeah. Dissent. Like, no, I actually can't. You guys are, you, I mean, for all of your um, talk of being amateur ears, you guys have been have been pretty strong on the episodes that I've listened to, which is most of them. But um, Well, that's really Yeah, nice. I would just say, like, I think the Odele, uh, it's, a, it's a little too deep dive not, mm-hmm. uh, not to give that record I mean, I, you know, I, I'm as guilty. I'm super guilty of like, you know, the, you know, people are talking about Led Zeppelin and I'm like, you know, side two of presence is really, I mean, like I'm <laughs> super guilty of that kind of thing. But, um, I mean that Odelay isn't just a big hit. It's a big step forward for him. And right. I do think there's a, you know, half dozen songs on that record that are, are, are what allowed him to become the guy who can make all those other records. You know, it's an important contribution, but we should, we, we should mention your new record too. Jeff, do you want to just hype hype the name of your solo record for a second? Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, it's called River Run, and it uh, came out at the very, very end of 2020. It's a big old concept record. I know it's it's uh, 13 songs, it's about an hour long, and it's in four kind of 15 minute parts, like cool. adolescence, early adulthood, getting it wrong, and then getting it right. Um, and I've been great. I've been playing live behind it. Um, and it's just been tremendous fun. Do, do you mind if we listen to one while we talk here? Not at or is all. That... You kidding? Why don't you throw on um, "Breathe It Out Again," which is on the record? It's my. Uh, it's the one that I think it's my favorite. Don't tell the other songs, but it's also the one that people uh, <laughs> seem to to dig the most. These all right, let's hear it. And I wrote a song about you instead of realizing how much you needed help. Oh, wait, and you can tell us, are we going to get in trouble for doing this? Don't tell the publisher. <laughs> so the theme of it is sort of like times in your life. Yeah, and... so this is the kind of things falling apart, side three. Uh... Here we go. 
Jeff, that's you on drums. Yeah. Nice job. That's actually me on everything at this point. That's that's incredible. That's so cool. Here comes here comes James. Who's giving you the high harmony there? That's that's actually my wife on harmonies. That's oh, uh, nice. Susie Witt on background vocals. So. Oh wow! Nice. Well, congratulations on that. On, Thank you. On getting that out and doing that. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And I've I've been getting a chance to play live. I'm playing live uh, next weekend uh, with a great band from Chicago called uh, North by North and a couple of uh, other Bay Area bands. So. Is there in the Bay Area there? Where are you playing? Yeah, I'm playing at this place called the Ivy Room in uh, Albany. It's a great place to play. It's like a good old-fashioned rock club. Like you walk in and it's like, oh, it's 1985, and I'm gonna go see uh, yeah. a little uh, see a little rock and roll band. It's great. <laughs> well, Bill and I are definitely getting tickets. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll okay, good. Almost, right. almost certainly, we'll <laughs> you be there. You guys, I can actually probably get on the list if I. Whoa. Because <laughs> we're luminaries. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're we're moving the needle in the music industry. Anyway. Jeff, thank you well, so I was, much. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Th- this has been really cool. And thanks so much for, for, for doing this. It's been good to oh, it's my pleasure. hear your Beck ideas. No, but this was really cool of you to do. So thanks. Appreciate it a lot. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, keep it up. I'm, I'm serious. It's a, it's a really, uh, I think it's a cool concept. It's a little different from, from uh, what, you know, what we're doing and what Rich and, and Clint are doing. Like, I think all three of the shows really... Uh, complement each other really nicely. There's room. Exactly. Thanks for listening to another episode of Their Very Best, Voice of Descent Edition. 